Good morning. This is Tommy Ray, and we're in episode 75 of Water Rights, Laws, Guns, and Money. Today is May 30, 2023, and we're going to look at something absolutely crazy and what attorneys will argue over. The issue is water contained in cow's milk. So who does that water belong to? What? Are we really going to talk about this? Yep. And later, we may talk about the water in cow urine. We'll have to wait until some attorney decides to bring that issue up. But some attorney, probably looking for hours that he could bill his client, did raise the issue of when you process milk and dewater the milk, who owns the water? And believe it or not, it went to trial, and arguments were heard by a judge who gave his ruling in 2020. If you are deep into the weeds and want to look it up, it is case number 2017-CW-3020. But for the rest of us, I'm going to summarize the pertinent points and let you be amazed. The case revolves around Leprino Foods Cheese Plant in Greeley, Colorado. Leprino started construction on its Greeley plant in 2010 and completed the plant in 2017. The plant currently has approximately 550 employees and produces mozzarella cheese, non-fat dry milk, and several nutrition ingredients. The plant uses technology that pulls water from milk during the cheese making process. This water is cleaned and used within the plant. Approximately 7 million pounds a day of milk comes into the facility. Milk weighs about 8.6 pounds a gallon, so a little more than 800,000 gallons a day comes into the facility. In the water world, that's a little less than three acre feet of milk a day, or roughly a thousand acre feet per year, probably just a little less than that. Since milk is 87% water, we're talking roughly about 870 acre feet of water a year. Well, that really is a substantial amount of water. It's enough to get someone excited. And apparently, Central Colorado Water Conservancy District got excited. Central Colorado Water Conservancy District's main goal in life is to provide augmentation water for its member farmers. They ended up claiming that Leprino should have been putting about 700 acre feet of water annually back into the river. The question became, is water extracted from milk during commercial processing considered waters of the state or developed water? 
Leprino and the city of Greeley contended that it was developed water and thus could be used and reused to extinction by Leprino. If not, they would have to release the water extracted from milk back to the stream for use in the priority system. Okay, but before we go further, why was Greeley involved? Well, Leprino had negotiated with Greeley for water to use in their plant. After treating its extracted water in its own Leprino plant, Leprino puts the water into the Poudre River and Greeley gets to take a like amount out of the Poudre upstream as part of its portfolio to serve its municipal customers. Sort of an exchange. It keeps the river whole as far as downstream users are concerned. But Central Colorado Water Conservancy District saw it another way. They argued that the Leprino water belonged to the state. They initially argued that the water was diverted and used to produce the milk, and therefore the water extracted from the milk belongs to the public and must be administered under Colorado's water rights priorities system. Wow. But the court wasn't swayed. The court said that waters of the state are defined as, quote, all surface and underground water in or tributary to all natural streams within the state of Colorado. Appropriators of native tributary water have no automatic right to capture and reuse this water after the initial application to beneficial use. Of course, the court cited a previous case, that's case law, to rely on. That particular case law was Thornton versus Bijou in 1996. Developed water, on the other hand, is water that was not previously part of the river system and is therefore not considered waters of the state. Developed water is not naturally part of the river system, but is introduced to the system by a developer and is fully consumable. A claimant of developed water must prove that the water thus added was produced and contributed by him, and that, if not interfered with and left to flow in accordance with natural laws, it would not have reached the stream. Man, you got to follow each word carefully to understand what is developed water and what is not. Section 3782-1062 of the Colorado Revised Statutes confirms the right for a producer of developed water to use, reuse, successfully use, and dispose of their developed water and to license such water to the place of its use or successive use 
through a natural water course. Central Colorado Water Conservancy District asserts that this case is similar to the recent Colorado Supreme Court decision in Coors Brewing Company versus the city of Golden in 2018, in which the court ruled that water remaining after the first use of an augmented water source within the brewery is not developed or foreign water. The court held that Coors had no implied right to reuse and make successive use of diverted water, but rather Coors was entitled to a single use of the water, and the amount of water not consumed during Coors' initial use must be returned to the stream system. Well, that makes sense to me. The court reasoned that the water Coors diverts from Clear Creek is native tributary water, which are waters of the state, and that the water Coors was reusing and eventually leasing was not foreign or developed water. The court further reasoned that Unlike what Coors was doing, a user that imports foreign or developed water into a stream has imported a new water from an unconnected source and for that reason is deemed to have an inherent right of reuse or successive use. The facts of the Coors case are readily distinguishable from the Leprino case. There was no adding, producing, or contributing of water that was not already part of the natural watershed by Coors. In addition, without the physical interference by Coors through diversion, those waters were and would continue to be part of the natural stream system. The water involved in this case was connected to the natural waters of the state. In Coors, the water user diverted waters of the state, placed a portion of the water diverted to beneficial use and consumptive use under its decrees, and there was an amount of non-consumed water remaining that formed the basis of their claims for successive use of or reuse. Here, Leprino did not divert water from the stream, but instead purchased milk. The water diversions were made by the dairy farmers, and the water was fully consumed during the farmers' decreed beneficial use, livestock watering, at least in the amount of water converted by the cows to milk. That amount of water was permanently removed from the stream system, and it would not return to the stream but for the actions of Leprino. In addition, the liquid at issue in the Coors case maintained its inherent character as water throughout the diversion, the decreed use, and the return flow obligation. Whereas in the Leprino case, 
water and food are consumed by dairy cows and physiologically transformed into an entirely different liquid, milk, through lactogenesis. Man, that's a new word for me, lactogenesis. I guess that means making milk. Milk, of course, cannot be added or contributed to the stream system in its existing state, nor can milk be used as a substitute for water for the myriad of decreed uses of water in the South Platte watershed. Leprino took affirmative steps to remove the milk solids from the liquid, thereby producing water as a byproduct of its dairy processing. That water simply would not exist separate and apart from the milk Leprino purchases without Leprino's actions. Leprino is free to use the milk it purchases as it chooses. Leprino could theoretically transport its raw milk to a processing plant in another state, extract the water, and then use the water at its plant in another state. Leprino could also simply sell the milk to an entity or consumers in another state. In each of those scenarios, water users in Colorado would have no cause of action or claim of injury to their water rights against Leprino because the water has already been removed from the stream system and fully consumed by the dairy farmer's operations and not Leprino's actions related to its milk. Well, at least they're using some common sense logic here. And finally, Central Colorado Water Conservancy District took issue with Leprino delivering the water byproduct produced during dairy processing into a natural stream for downstream successive uses. The statutes authorize Leprino as the developer of this water to make successive uses of this developed water and further provides that this right is personal to Luprino and any of Luprino's successors, lessees, contractors, or assignees. The statute further permits the developed water to be transported in a natural water course to the location of the successive use. To claim credit for successive uses, Leprino must maintain dominion over the water and distinguish the volume of developed water placed into the watercourse from the natural water in the stream through proper accounting practices. The court made a common sense decision. Of course, it was based on case law, but the end result was common sense. The extracted water from Leprino's processing of dairy products is developed water that is not part of a natural stream system, and that amount of water would never return to the stream system without Leprino's actions. 
this water is not subject to laws governing the appropriation of water and may be used, reused, disposed of to extinction by Leprino, including through licensing to Greeley or others. The judge in that case was James Hartman, and it was decided January 30, 2020. Again, at least some common sense thinking. I'm anxious to see when a case comes about regarding cow urine. I guarantee you it's going to happen. In the meantime, I'm not going to worry about it too much. It's a nice summer day here in Denver, and I'm going to go up to my favorite mountain stream and relax. I hope you can join me someday. If you want to reach me with comments, you can always reach me at Tommy at NoWater.com, K-N-O-W hyphen water.com. Again, I'm going to my mountain stream, so I will see you next time. Thanks for listening.